Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Time for What is Trending, PK. I know. We begin with the Utah Jazz. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Well, you know, generally speaking as well, we've clearly struggled over the last several games, you know, in a number of areas of the game. Um, defensively, without getting getting too technical, because um, I, I want to. I think there was a number of issues throughout the game that don't doesn't fall to one particular thing that you point to. We just we've got to, you know. I think we're we're better than that defensively. Their quickness, you know, is is a strength of their team, and you know we've got to be really connected in order to defend and. You know, that means everybody doing their job, and it's kind of a chain reaction at times. But, you know, there's more, you know, there's nothing about our team that doesn't, you know, own the performance. And, you know, I'm, we're going to keep working and, you know, see what we're doing and, and do it better and try to improve. That means, you know, there's no easy answer to that other than hard work. That's Quinn Snyder. Yes, sounded was. sounded a little ground down there after that loss the other night, PK. That wasn't uh, that wasn't Peppy Perky Quinn Snyder. Even he was feeling feeling that loss. Of course, you should. And right. now it's off to Minnesota, and they've got issues of their own. This is going to pump you up. You're going to be so excited, PK. You did some stats, didn't you? You know they've been out on the road for four, and this is their first game back. It's going to feel like a road game to Minnesota. Man. Timberwolves are struggling. They have lost nine of their last 12, although one of the teams they beat was the Utah Jazz. That was one of their three wins. So Tonight, 6 o'clock, Minnesota hosting the Utah Jazz. 5 o'clock for the pregame show here on The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Miami ends this ballgame on one whale of a run going back to the fourth quarter until now. And they come away in overtime with a 135, the 121 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Jimmy Butler with a big game, 20 points, 18 boards, and 10 assists. He gets the triple-double. The Heat get the win in OT. The Denver Nuggets continue to struggle on the road. They go 1-3 on their Eastern road trip. They lost to the Sixers. They've lost five out of their last six games. Good thing they got to play the Knicks on that trip. The only only thing that's gone right for them lately is they've slumped to fifth in the West. It was Portland getting healthy on the Knicks last night. Damian Lillard for 31 in their win. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. BYU blowing out Nevada at home, 75-42. The Cougars defending PK. 
Remember all those times we talked about them giving up 80 points and not going to win if they don't defend better? I don't know if it's new coaching staff, new urgency, lots of seniors who want to make an NCAA trip before they're done playing college ball, but for whatever reason, 75-42. They had Nevada locked up all night long. I don't know. You figure it out. Let me know. Pac-12, Colorado was off to a nice start. They were 7-0, but now they got back-to-back losses. Northern Iowa went in and beat them last night, 79-76. And a game you heard right here on the Zone Sports Network. Utah State getting 22 from Brock Miller and beating St. Catherine, 94-49. Aggie coach Craig Smith's going to join us at 9 o'clock. Look ahead to the weekend, the Beehive Classic, two in-state games at Vivint Smart Home Arena. He'll be here at 9. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Sources, colon. Garrett Cole going to say no to Dodger big money and other big money and take nine years and $324 million from the Yankees. He's going to take the biggest money. That is enormous money. And, and, $324 million. You know, he went to UC Los Angeles, the West Coast guy. His uh, brother-in-law is Brandon Crawford. They both played together in college, and Crawford married Cole's sister. So, oh, I, he wants to be on the West Coast. I, I, I told you a long time ago, these guys, they want the most money, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's not state taxes and all this other stuff. It doesn't matter. That was a, a dumb take by Colin. And they're going to go and take the most money. And the Yankees offered him the most money. So he's going to take it. It's a no-brainer. And he's got an opt-out after five years. So if the Yankees suck, but they won't. Or if he's killing it and wants more money at the end. I mean, he's 29, so he'll be 34 at that point. How can he kill it more? I don't know. I don't know where salaries are going to go. I didn't know they were going to go to $324 million. Well, but that has nothing to do with salary. If he's killing it, how can he kill it more? That's not a salary question. I don't know. How, how much better can he be? I mean, he's as, he's as good as he's going to get at 29. He's already killing it. He's not, he's not going to kill it more. So I think it's more along the lines if the team isn't very good or he's unhappy there. You want your freedom. Uh, but worry about that when it comes to it. I mean, they should be pretty good. Although they lose the shortstop. D.D. Gregorius signed a $14 million deal with the Philadelphia Phillies, a one-year deal. I saw Gregorius hit the longest home run I've ever seen at the ballpark here in town. Where'd he hit it to? He, he's a left-handed batter, and I think he signed with the Reds, but he had traded the Diamondbacks, so I went out to watch the Diamondbacks minor league team one glorious summer night that we have here, and Went out to the ballpark, and he must have hit it 25 yards over the berm. He just got it all. Straight down the line? No. Or towards the scoreboard? Just straight away. So between the scoreboard and the line. So straight away right field. Just, man, he mashed it. It was a titanic blast. And, you know, you can get good seats there, obviously, for you don't have to pay an arm and a leg, so you get to really see the ball. So that's a nice signing for the Phillies. But the Yankees continue to do what they do. You'd think that that they are the team to beat. $324 million. He called up Strasburg, asked him if he needed a loan. 
Bada bang. <laughs> Strasburg had the best deal ever for a pitcher for one day. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was that was a long reign at the top. You know, and they, they said these sports are dying and they don't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. And so they went in, in two days, it was $700 million to two players. Ka-ching! <laughs> Crazy. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I have no involvement in this and no knowledge of it. And I really don't don't have any idea what, what exactly is going on. I can tell you that... You know, we've never, as a coaching staff, and I personally have never used any any video footage at all, anything that those production people have done, you know, other than what's shown on, on public television or something like that. But uh, we, we don't have anything to do with what they with what they do, so I really don't, don't have much knowledge of the situation at all. Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, Spygate Part 2, rearing its ugly head. It's just the video people, PK. And they notified one of the teams, but not both of them. What was that about? Because I just so, gl- I didn't even bother with so it. So they have these. It, most most teams now have a video department, and oh, they're producing sure. stuff and putting it on the website and social media and all that. So the Patriots yeah, definitely. sent a crew to the Cincinnati Cleveland game, shooting something for whatever. And one of the clubs was notified, "Hey, we're sending the crew to do this," and the other wasn't. And because of the history of Spygate. I think the Browns knew and the Bengals didn't, and when they shoot in the Bengals' sideline and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know if the Patriots are cheating in this case or not. I'm sure there's some rule somewhere that they're bending until it breaks. That seems to be their habit. I don't think the league's going to get into this, but I, I didn't. I know I'm not. I didn't think Deflategate was going to go on for a year and a half either, so, you know, I'm you probably were the wrong guy to ask. Yeah, oh, definitely the wrong guy to ask, and that's rare because usually you're the right guy to ask. Well, not this time. Jets could explore trading Le'Veon Bell. Jets are mad at Le'Veon Bell. He was ruled out of a Jets game with the flu, but he was bowling the night before. Le'Veon, what are you doing? If you're too sick to play, you're going to be like home in bed, taking your medicine and all that? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, the Jets need to take their medicine. I mean, did they sign a guy who was just going to toe the line and pedal the metal all in for the team and it was winning at all costs? Or and- it's going to be a sideshow. Yeah, so it's gonna be a sideshow. They got what they, they, they. How can you be surprised by this? NFL draft. Jordan Love is making the jump. Projected by Mel Kiper is the seventh quarterback to be taken in the draft. Todd McShay has him as the 46th prospect, so a second rounder, mid-second rounder. Not bad for a guy who was a two-star prospect. PK coming out of Bakersfield. Ranked as the 62nd quarterback. Then he's elevated himself from 67 to seventh. Uh, coming out of high school for a lot of positions in football doesn't matter, and especially for quarterback, hasn't they? No idea. So, uh, who knows? I mean, some, there's been some great big-time studs who've gone in that range. Second round, third round, fourth round. You can be a Hall of Famer. Fifth round. You got, there'll be a kid drafted in the 11th round who will make the team and be very good. There's no 11th round anymore, PK. Yes, there is. Seven rounds and then free agents. Right. But see, if you sign like four free agents, then the fifth one, if you carry it out, it's <laughs> like be... others receiving votes. So you don't think that others uh, <laughs> receiving votes, you hate that. <laughs> you're ranked 27th, you know what I mean? Okay, but if you're the uh, fourth free agent signed by the Bengals, you're probably like a 38th round draft pick. 
Because other teams are cutting in front of you. All the good, you know, the Patriots and the Steelers. No, and, no, 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 yeah. no, no. You just, the, they have seven rounds, so the first free agent signed by the Bengals is the eighth round. The second free agent is the ninth round. Yeah, That's a bunch, the, oh, bunch no. of good free agents are signing with other clubs. No, they don't. Well, I meant undrafted free agents. Mm-hmm. They're, they're signing with teams where they have a better chance to make it. There is some truth to that. You're right. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, 8 o'clock, Riley Jensen, our college football insider. We'll talk with him about Jordan Love going to the NFL, get his take on some of these bowl matchups. And then Utah State basketball coach Craig Smith, 9 o'clock, looking ahead to the Beehive Classic this weekend. You want to confess next, PK? Yeah, sports confessions. Sports confessions coming up. Deep. I think we all got some, and I've got, I've got one as fresh as last night. I need to come clean. It was a sporting event, and I cheated. No. <laughs> all right. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to DJ and PK. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio show for over a decade. Whoa! Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. This, this is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. You want to come clean, PK. You want to tell the truth. You want to quit fooling people. Tell it like it is. I mean, we all got sports confessions, don't we? What are you going to confess? That time you sucked that nobody knows about it? That time you started the brawl? That time you cheated to win? Went all Bill Belichick at all costs? Patrick Reed. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> Patrick Reed. <laughs> Moved a little bit of sand. What's the big deal? He's been a known cheater. Didn't he cheat in college? And he had even his teammates. I think he went to some big school and then transferred to like Augusta State or something. And his team, he even his teammates, and, and he's estranged from his family. And that's always sad. Believe me, that's always sad. And. So he's been sort of known as a cheater out there. And most recently this past weekend. Now they're down in Australia. All the, the President's stuff, President's Cup stuff gets underway today because today's tomorrow down there. That's uh, confusing. Be watching. We, I think we understand that when it's Australia. So we'll, uh, I'll be watching some of that. I think it comes on in the afternoon. Looking forward to that. Little December golf that means something to the participants. It doesn't mean something to the participants. It can mean something to me. If it doesn't mean anything to them, then it doesn't mean anything to me. It's like the NBA All-Star Game. It clearly doesn't mean anything to them, so why should it mean something to me? You're not into it. I'm not into it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But if it means something to them, I don't care what level, what gender, what sport. If it means something and their people are bowling out, I'm okay with it at any level. As long as it means something, and you know when it means something, you can you can feel it. You can this is something that you can't literally feel, but you know what's up on that. So I'll be watching the President's Cup. 
won't be glued to it, but I'll certainly be checking it out. But Patrick Reed is one of those guys that he's got to confess. We've all got stuff we have to confess, for sure. I mean, I, I, I lied to my father. What? Senior in high school. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, my father, I don't know if you know this, he, he was a janitor. I've heard that. And, uh, but he tried his best to go to my baseball games, my high school baseball games, even if he could just show up for an hour. Because he uh, worked odd shifts, and so he he did his best, and he, he's always been my hero. If you want to know what he looks like, he's my uh, avatar on my Twitter. He's gone now. And uh, so I had a Saturday game once up in Prescott, which is about 100 miles away from Phoenix. They were in our region, and I think I went 0 for 4 with 3 Ks, and he couldn't make the game. 100 miles away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to work. That's a long way away. Had to work, yeah. Straight up a hill, basically, because it snows up there. doesn't snow down in the valley. And so there are no other schools up there to put them in a league or region Well, we were the more northernmost. <clears throat> Us in Greenway in Moon Valley. They were the Uinta High of Arizona then. Yeah, there's plenty of, there's more schools north now, but at the time. At the time, you had to be uh, the one. Yeah, I, I literally think, uh, I think uh, Greenway may have had us by one mile. Off of uh, as far as what was north, and so yeah, they were in our region. So, you know, in football you'd go up there every other year. In basketball you'd play home and home. Same thing in baseball. So you went up there every year, and it was a bus ride up. So he couldn't make it. it was a Saturday, and I was a senior. I think I went over four with three Ks. I think I told him I went two for four with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Round that up a little bit. Well, uh, that was a long foul ball, so we'll count that as a hit. I'm not sure I even made contact in any of my ABs. <laughs> There's a reason why I won, won, won the gold glove my senior year. 55 chances, only three errors, one of which was a Baltimore chopper in Moon Valley when it faced the West and it was in the sun, so it wasn't really my fault. Legendary. <laughs> well, wonder- there's a reason why all professional baseball parks face East. All of them. Like when the Angels came down to UVU, they redid the park. Spin it around. So it faces all ballparks. It may be a little southeast sometimes, but it's mostly east. I'm trying to think uh, the stadiums in San Diego and, and which way they fa- face. Like they, the, the first baseline goes to the east. They all face so the So the third way. baseline goes to the north. It's a rule. Just it's a it's a professional yeah. rule. So some are east and north, and some are east and south. But a little bit, west. a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can it can vary there. Well, I mean, it's ninety degree angle. It, right. it kind of has to. That's math. Mm, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, one of those areas you can't really charge me. Sun, Baltimore <laughs> chopper, just <laughs> and that was the same field though that I stole home. So you had a love-hate relationship with that field. Yes. <laughs> Great. Richard Jefferson's alma mater. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, I stole to... home on a major league catcher. Who's that? Ozzie Virgil. Oh, really? Yes. And you never told that part of the story, I don't think. Oh. <laughs> I think I'd remember that. <laughs> he literally was a major league catcher. I think his father played in the big leagues. He played in yeah, the big leagues. Yeah, but did he screw it up or did the pitcher? Doesn't matter. 
He was a major league catcher. <laughs> right-handed batter or left-handed batter? Righty. A little easier with righties, obviously. Yeah. It was... Uh, Blocks out the catcher. It was actually right. a squeeze. Because I was not... Safety or suicide? Suey. Oh. I was not a blaze on the base paths. I have zero quick... I have zero athletic ability for that matter. I've never played any other games except baseball. And uh, You played basketball. So I'm on third, obviously. And I see they give. <laughs> I have no speed, but I stole him from Sunday. They give. <laughs> they give the suicide squeeze. Right, you're coming. So Billy Barola misses the sign. Good dude, because we actually played in the summer. We played uh, summer ball. We combined the teams, so we knew each other very, very well. Yeah. Uh, my high school actually went to their high school for double sessions before our high school opened. So there was a lot of. Kids knew each back other. Back and forth. A lot of back and forth. Yeah, and it was All not right. that far away from where we were, obviously. So he misses so, the sign or he just misses no. the ball? So Barola, who had this beautiful hair <laughs> and just was a stud, <laughs> great with the women. In fact, that got him in trouble, if you get my drift. Yeah, I, I think we can figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> Honor code violation. Uh, yes, and he had to go to Phoenix College to play as a quarterback. Stud athlete. So he goes into this big, long windup. Uh, I mean, it would be like a Rick Sutcliffe-like lineup, man, a windup, mm-hmm. right? So by the time he delivers it, I'm halfway home. At least. Well, he throws a curveball, right? Ah, that'll give you a little more time. Not only when they throw squeeze, when, they, when, you, when the, everybody else squeeze, you're supposed to throw it high, almost at the kid's head so he gets out of the way. And then the catcher has a clear path to the ball. Well, he throws a curveball, and uh, our batter squares around. Curveball's going to be tough to bunt, particularly when you have to bunt it. Mm-hmm. So our guy lunges at it, misses it, and Ozzie Virgil, big league catcher, <laughs> I heard. is behind the plate, and it goes in his glove and pops up. Really? Yeah, just okay. popped up just a little. And that's just... He turned the glove face up. It's catcher's mitt, so, you know, I mean, those right, things yeah, are yeah. clumsy to begin with, right? So this is the extra tenth of a second exactly. you need. And then I slide right across the oh, plate. Oh, the drama. And oh, that, yeah. And that made it 8-1? to one? I can't remember. <laughs> Who cares? That's irrelevant at the time. No, you're not squeezing 8-1. I, I know, It had, by definition, had to be a close game, right? You would think. Yeah. Yeah. So I stood up and just gave it the little Jordan fist pump, you know. <laughs> Before Jordan, <laughs> Mike learned it from watching me. So that's, that might have been the highlight of my pathetic athletic career was stealing home off a big league catcher. It doesn't matter that it was the pitcher, but that wasn't a sports confession. My sports, my, my and if you have any sports confessions, let us know, because I'm sure you do. So last night was the company Christmas party over at Dave & Buster's right across the street. And so we go, have a really good time. They gave us some sunglasses. I'm going to wear them today. I'm going to wear them with pride. I got my jazz jersey or my, my hoodie on. So I figured they need my good luck. This is my remember I, my, We started the season with this. Yeah, you haven't worn it enough. I know. It's, so it's my problem. My, I thought about it last night. It's crap. I haven't worn that. I got to wear it today. You're is timing it? this because it's Minnesota's first game back after a long road trip, and it's going to feel like a road the game. The ball club needs a win. <laughs> I don't care what the other circumstances are for the other team. This team needs a win, and it needs a win tonight. We all know that. We all agree on that, right? So we decided, the Dave & Buster's, so they give you a card where you can play all the games, right? X amount of money on it, what have you. 
And so we decide. I like to play my wife in air hockey because I always kick the crap out of her. And it's just <laughs> so fun. Air hockey's a fun game, but now yeah. every time I play it, it hurts my shoulder. Uh, it's 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 <laughs> it's fun to play. And I played air hockey at Disneyland. I just love to. I just love to just curb stomp the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> You're brutal. No wonder nobody likes you. What? It's a competition. <laughs> he, I'm a competitor. I'll beat my grandmother checkers. Uh-huh. I'm a competitor. Yeah, so man, it, it is on. I'm a curb stomper. But that's not the sports confession. So they got two air hockey tables for you play one on one. And they also got this other one where you can play, I thought it was two-on-two, but it's basically every person for him or herself. So you got four, right? You got the two the long way and the two the short way. So is it a normal-sized table or is it a wider table so it's It's more of a square instead of a rectangle? uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. It's definitely wider, much wider. Yes. So how many pucks? Maybe not as well as many as you want, really. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just one where everybody's focused. Well, we at the start it was, and then somebody came by. So it's so it's me, my old lady, Monson's old lady, mm-hmm. and Monson. Mm-hmm. So it's the four of us, right? And I thought it was uh, some version of teams, but it's not. It's. I guess it could individual. be if you wanted. Yeah, yeah. You add you it wanted. up, right? Yeah. We we end up with the one we started with the one puck and I think somebody came by and said hey you can put another puck so then we put another puck on chaos and then chaos told, at that point chaos. well yeah. that must have been hilarious I thought that so you have the card and the card has a certain amount of money on it right uh-huh. so you put the card in the slot and then you're good to go well what I didn't know is that you had to put your own card in your own slot behind you below where the puck would come. Mm-hmm. I thought that you just put it in for one and it would take it off. Well, when you put it, put the the card in, a, a little light came on and it had the uh, on the it shined on the uh, the surface of the air hockey's court basically, and you put in uh, it would say like five. So you have five lives, basically. So you have five goals Mm -hmm. that you are allowed to give up. And then when you give up the fifth goal, you're You're out. out, Right? Well, the other three put theirs in. I didn't actually have mine because I gave it to my wife because I'd lose it. I didn't want to lose it because they're valuable. Mm -hmm. So I just gave it to her. This way, if she loses it, then I can yell at her. And, uh, And she stands a much better chance of keeping it over me. So we start playing. And my thing doesn't come on, the little light. So it says zero, right? But because they put their three in, and then the air starts blowing on the surface, you really don't notice that mine isn't active. You follow me? Yeah. So we start playing, and we're just drilling each other. And the side ones, you're really close. You could practically touch them. And so the women are on the sides, Gordon or I, and myself are on the longer ends of it, right? And we're just firing, especially when we got the two pucks going, and we're just flying them everywhere, and I'm leaning over. Pucks are going up in the air, and, and it was it was a lot of fun. Well, what they didn't realize is I walked out of there with nobody scoring on me. And I told my wife later, my sports confession, if you did not 
put the card in to activate your goal, yeah, there was a little thin bar across it, so nothing <laughs> could get through. You cheater! <laughs> and they didn't see the bar. No. Wow. Uh, no. And I know they're sleeping now. <laughs> they just think so. I dominated. So it was. We so played fast, a couple, two or three games. You were always knocking it out, but really the bar saved you. I have to believe yes, because I thought a couple of times you're beaten. Wow, that didn't get in. Yeah, and I didn't know it at first, but then I looked over, and I saw the bar was covering it. Sweet. Because a couple of times you you extend to try to uh-huh. get the puck. Yeah, and then you lose the little handle thing. So you're totally exposed. So for so, most of the night, I was friggin' Nicky Romando. <laughs> <laughs> PK, standing on his head. People were calling me Tim Howard. <laughs> Fifteen saves in a World Cup match. So that was my my sports confession is I cheated my way to victory in air hockey. And Monson got pummeled, and he couldn't figure out why. Because <laughs> <laughs> once you had the two coming at you, nobody could follow what was going on anyway. It was all not happening. completely. Everything, everything's happening because you know you, you hit that thing and it ricochets. A, yeah, it's a fast game. All a right. bunch of angles and yep. whatnot, clinking and bouncing around. Yeah, yeah, but it was a heck of a lot of fun, and I came out of there, in their eyes, the victor. You got a trophy. I don't need a trophy. I, I have the self-satisfaction. <laughs> that's all that matters. So that's my sports confession. Now, I did feel guilty. Not too bad, though. I mean, this uh, basically, I'm the Astros of 2017. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, steal, I'm I know stealing signs. Yeah. It's all fair. You can call me Belichick. You can call me Brady. I got my rings. Christmas party spygate. There it is. <laughs> well, since I did feel a little guilty, I needed some more validation so then i play the old lady in the traditional one-on-one and i curb stomped her seven to three okay you have to stop with curb stomping the old lady (laughs) that makes everybody uncomfortable in the air hockey sense (laughs) hey women they want to be treated as equals i'm freaking treating you like an equal Uh, okay right (laughs) <laughs> Curb stomping the old lady. The gals want to be treated. I got to say, of all the phrases I thought I was going to hear this morning when I came in here, curb stomping if the it's old lady. Nothing about me not on the list. that isn't treating women the way they deserve to be treated. That's why I'm a hit with the peons. Peons, tell us. Tell us how great PK is. Yeah, you love me because you know I treat you the way you deserve to be treated. And they don't want to be. Just condescended to in air hockey. They want to compete mano y mano. Or in this case, mano y hermano. Hermano. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So here we we play, and I curb stomped her seven to three. (laughs) She took her defeat like a lady. And then afterward, I made her feel better. I made it up to her, you know, in ways that PK can do. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm talking about. No, nope, I'd rather not. No. Nope. Well, that's your problem. All right, 855-340-ZONE. Confess, what did you do? You know they're out there. I nearly started a Snuggledore family brawl on Thanksgiving. I know a family who did start a brawl on Thanksgiving, but go ahead. Decided to play a little basketball. We were over at the old high school. I don't know why we went over there. Because they had buckets? 
Yeah, we had buckets in the driveway. Maybe Dad had taken it down by then. Bigger court? My youngest brother was in college, so I would have been out of college. Absolutely, it was a bigger court. Yeah, the driveway was just a traditional driveway, maybe way too narrow. And we had played one-on-two as kids because I'm two years older than one brother and four years older than the other. Oh, so, so you just dominate your size. So now, Jeez. now my youngest brother is in college and 6'4". Six, 6'4"? Four. Six, four? Yeah, yeah. He towers over me. Wow. And the middle brother, the I don't know if he's in. Yeah, I, the middle brother, yes, I'm the oldest, I'm the shortest. I'm six feet tall. Maybe a half, three quarters of an inch over six feet. Almost six one. I got a brother who's about six two. I got a brother who's six four. So Man, ne- they should have had a fourth one. <clears throat> so now I'm playing one. Freddie and two. Jane should have got busy. <laughs> Could have been a player. So now <laughs> playing one on two, and they're bigger, right? And they they want victory. But yeah, are they bigger though? Did you have girth? Yeah, they're pencil thin at that point. That's what, I'm, that's oh, what yeah. I figured. Yeah, uh, yeah. The brother in college is not filled out at all. Right. You know, yeah. like he's nineteen or twenty. Probably. That's that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. So he's still he's still wiry. So you you can use some muscle. The problem is you can't really back down Charles Barkley's side playing one on two because the other guy's going to double team and take the ball away. Uh, so you, you got, got a quickness, big enough butt. Quickness, angles, fadeaways, fallaways, and I'm actually hanging in there. It's pretty close, and I go left, and I'm getting ready for the step back. And they think it was mostly accidental. So you're going left. I'm going left. What, what? I'm at the top of the key. Are, are you back to the bucket or are you facing I'm up? facing up, 20 feet away. Okay, okay. And I go left, and my brother cuts me off just inside the free throw line. The, Got the it. younger, taller one, mm-hmm. Alan. And you hit him so in the face. I'm going to shoot a, a fadeaway. No, no, no. My right foot steps on his right foot, and I shoot a fadeaway and rise up. And, of course, he can't jump because I'm – on his foot, and it was mostly accidental. And and he's furious. He did that on purpose. And he comes right, and I shoot a fade. He comes right after me, and I know he's going to take a swing at me. And all of a sudden, everything is clear. Did the he game's gone. It, yeah, he did. And the game's so there's a little separation. And all of a sudden, everything about the game is gone. And I'm realizing it's like two thirty or three in the afternoon. The grandparents are showing up at five, and if one of us or both of us have a black eye. Or <laughs> I catch here like this is this is not going to go over well with the Snigglorf. This is not going to fly. Why not? You guys. And so are, here he you is. guys are balling. One little black yeah. eye. Yep. Yep. That would have been a problem. No way. So it's expected. Turns out, and I'm still quicker than him, and he couldn't catch me. And they're like eight basketball courts, and he was steaming. He was so furious. he's running after you. Yeah. He like only that, wanted to hit me for about 15 seconds. Like that. Uh, I told you to look up with that American who chased after that Japanese pitcher. That is not that video. <laughs> while not exactly what happened, half a world away, separated by the decades, is not a bad representation of how things went down on Thanksgiving. Why didn't you just say you want to go? Let's go. <laughs> and just drop them right there. Ah, we were too big and too old for that. We ain't too no. big and too old. Yeah. Somebody gets in your face. You're never too big and too old. Oh, whatever. What do you mean? Oh, whatever. What are you talking about? Oh, whatever. Break a jaw, concussion, could kill somebody out there, PK. Then he would have learned his lesson. <laughs> we're at Valhalla High School in El Cajon. We were not in Jersey. <laughs> That's the you're, difference. You're on planet Earth, weren't you? The northeast and the southwest. Hey, join Scotty and Hands Monday, December 16th from noon to 3. My Hearing Center in Sandy, 8941 South, 700 East, Suite 200. 
All right, DJ and PK, you got something you confess? You got to confess? We're here for you. Guy tweets at me that he loves to hear the stories of Phoenix High School's reminding him of his days at Deer Valley with the Skyhawks. Ah. Well, Todd, Skyhawks. I student taught at Deer Valley. Deer Valley runs in my blood. Is that where you were the baseball coach and uh-huh. you and the guys put on the put on the uni at like 8.30 in the morning to get ready for that 3 o'clock game? Uh-huh. Yeah, in front of the mirror looking, I'm looking good. You got a game today. <laughs> <laughs> it's game day. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the funny things about high school. Whoever had the game walking around in the jersey. But those were, uh, I I did uh, English. The PE teachers could get away with that. Couldn't be in your uni teaching English at nine thirty in the morning. You could. <laughs> Would look a little odd. In fact, my department chair, his brother, was the longtime coach, baseball coach at the University of Arizona. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. The Jazz, the Utes, and the Cougars. Three, two, this is real. When it comes to covering the teams you're passionate about, nobody does it better. Yes! This is DJ and PK. Okay. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. Okay. This is 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Utah Jazz back in action tonight. Minnesota. Desperation, PK. You feeling it? To a degree. I mean, in perspective. Desperation in the moment. Not desperation for the season, but in the moment. Yes, I can understand if people feel that type of emotion in the moment, a, a level of desperation, but not season-wise. Jazz have lost six out of eight. Minnesota's lost nine out of 12. Well, Minnesota's one of these teams that you should be beating. You did already beat them at their place, right? Uh, I think they also lost to Minnesota. Is this the third meeting with them already? I'm going to check that for you. I think there's that level. It is. They they split. They they play back to back, and both teams uh, won on the road. So this is the third meeting with the with the Wolves. So for the Jazz, many things to get right now: cutting down the turnovers, defending better, which will happen if they cut down the turnovers, and finding a way to get the bench on track so they have a little success when they go to the bench instead of constantly giving up runs. I don't know what they're going to be able to do on that. I don't know if that's possible. Can't minimize it a little bit? How so? Got to be a few buckets in there. If you're struggling to defend, offset it with a bucket or two. So you're you want struggling you to, want score, to see more goes a little better. <laughs> yes. Well, let's see more stops and more goes. You think the starters just have to be better and offset those bench runs? Because the well, other night, the starters were like minus one or minus two. I mean, they just got to be plus ten. <laughs> they got to go out there and dominate. If that's the formula to win, then so be it. I do think Jeff Green can make more shots. That what was the game? The game they won, he was hot. Yeah. I think he had 19 points. Yeah. But 
He was five of six from three, which obviously no one's going to sustain that, not even Steph Curry. In the latter portions of his NBA life, he is a journeyman. You can argue that he's been a journeyman the whole time, but I think when he was younger, he was a pretty good journeyman. So I, I think he was a little bit better than that. But now, was he 34 years old? Uh, at this stage. 33. Okay. He is a, he's a role player. You know, he's a veteran role player. And expecting more consistency out of him might be a little bit too much. Uh, I, I, for me, for Jeff Green, take quality shots. You know, make sure you're open, your feet are set, those types of things. I don't, ne- I don't need you trying to put the ball on the floor and do a Bogdanovich or go with the floater uh, a la Conley. Do things that you know you can do well. He has shot it better this month. It's small sample size. This will be their sixth game of the month. Uh, but he is shooting 55% this month, only 40% on the year. Well, just get yourself good shots, and then I can live with the result. The right shots, I think whatever level he's supposed to be at, which I believe is higher than 40, that will occur. So I don't have a problem with that. That'll be fine in that situation. As long as they're the right shots in the offense, take it away. But who else on that bench am I expecting to approach double digits? Uh, I don't think you are. So you're, you're right about that. Yeah, so I don't know what they can do about it outside of going out and having Zanuck and Lindsay and those folks make, make forms of uh, acquisitions, whatever form that might come in. thought you were going to say forms of encouragement. No, oh, well, <laughs> that will give me a form of encouragement. <laughs> encouragement. I don't know how that is now when i say maybe i should i should have just eliminated the word forms because that's more of the off season when you can make you can get acquisitions acquisitions can be coming in the form of draft picks but obviously draft picks are going to help you this year so take out what i meant by forms of acquisitions there's a lot of different ways to acquire talent well right now i guess the two forms would be trade or free agent i don't know who else is out on the market or uh, bring up somebody from the G League, so maybe there are a form of acquisitions that you can you can add to your talent level this season. Obviously, the most obvious way, which is probably the most difficult way too, is through trade. The most obvious, but yet the most difficult, because what do you have? Yeah. Well, once you concentrate so much of your payroll in a handful of players who you don't want to move, you're not left with a lot they of. They could options. probably get something for Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Visit the Ford Fan Zone on Level 6, your next jazz game. They're free pop shot games, cornhole, foosball tables. Enjoy incredible city and mountain views while relaxing, enjoying food and drink, taking in the game, and socializing with friends. That's the Ford Fan Zone. And the Jazz will be back home Friday night to play the Warriors. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're talking football with Riley Jensen, our college football insider. Jordan Love to the NFL and bowl game matchups with Riley next. Stay with us.